Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Six oh seven ish, a scorching, scorching. I say ninety two degrees on Peachtree Street. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, six to eight p.m. on WSB. Thanks everyone for joining. I want this to be a fun show. It's too hot to end it for anyone to get angry. Uh, but before we get into the fun, uh, well, you're fun too, Chris hey, Chandler. Chris hey. Chandler joins us live in the WSB Radio Newsroom. I am a barrel of laughs. You absolutely are. You've got a very great wit about you. Um, we carried the President Trump press conference there. I, I was going in and out of it. I was doing show prep. The, the, is there a big headline that we heard out of this? Not especially. The okay. uh, Hong Kong <laughs> thing was expected, and he is cutting off special privileges that the U.S. has given to Hong Kong uh, since the handover 20 years ago or gotcha. so. But he says now the Chinese have moved in to such an extent that uh, essentially it's giving breaks to the Chinese, and of course he is staunchly against that. Against China. That's right. Th- did I hear you mention something about a possible vaccine? Yes, indeed. So this company, okay. Moderna has been testing this in the early stages, and it actually worked properly on everybody they tried oh, wow. it on. Yeah. Great. So they're going to move on to what are called the final stages, and the president praised that and said that if it continues in this vein, that they will they will speed it along. Chris Chandler, the ace of the newsroom. Thank you, buddy. Laps. Thank the, you. the only problem, again, I don't want to talk about this. Maybe we'll do it later on. But even if there is a vaccine that's 100%, not everyone's going to get it. Not everyone's going to want to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of folks... In this room, in these rooms that might not get it. Um, but yeah, but a vaccine, hey, that's good. All right, uh, what do we got? We got uh, Russ and Gainesville's game debuting today. Uh, Never Would I Ever with Russ and Gainesville. And I got some other fun topics to talk about. But I want to kick things off in style with my buddy, Little Sanjay. It's time. For Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. When he's not as his uh, palatial mountain estate, he joins us every Tuesday and Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. How are you, Sanjay? I'm doing well, man. I am underwater with taxes, but I wouldn't miss this for the world. Yeah, tax deadline is tomorrow. Uh, Again, Sanjay, believe it or not, is the uh, official account of the Mark Aram Show. If you have not done your taxes yet, reach out to him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting or Brass.Tax. Sanjay is here to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them in studio, or at least try to. You all right, Sanjay? I'm doing great. Okay. He's underwater. He, he, is, he is underwater. I'm underwater, man. <laughs> three three inches of water in his bathtub. Um, and I want you guys to play along in your car. Scotty B again in for low T, who's on paternity leave. Hey, hey. We'll be playing with us. Uh, what's the first question there, Sanj? All right, we're going to start easy. Would you rather your significant other be a chef or a hairstylist? Chef. 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 My, my is close to a chef. She nails. She is like she's like she's like. Oh, I'm I'm trying this new recipe. It's probably gonna stink. And I'll be like, Oh, how did it turn out? Oh, it's yeah, it's medium. And then I get it. It's amazing. And I'm like, Why do you undersell yourself? Like every type of cuisine, Italian, 
Chinese, Mexican. But wouldn't you rather be like, it's, oh, it's all right, rather than be like, this is the greatest ever, and no, then you would be like, it's average. Understood. But it's really good. I guess she's underselling. Over, under promise and over deliver, I guess exactly. that's what it is. Exactly. That's all better. Right. Hey, Sandra, are we on speakerphone or something? What's going on? Yeah, I got dogs, and there's a lot of things going on here, but I'll do my best. That you didn't answer. Total avoidance of my question there. I'm on speaker, All right, not on speakerphone anymore. Okay, good. All right. Uh, yeah, your answer, Deborah. Chef uh, or? Sh- chef is fine. Really? Yeah. Not even a, a close. I mean, because hair seems to be more important to you than food. I would think that you would have chosen the uh, hairstyle. I do so much with my hair. I don't know. All the wigs that I wear. When you go out to uh, uh, clubs Wig. or whatever. Tie it up. That's right. it. As long Just as it's out of my face. Tie that bad boy up. Scotty B, you want a, your personal barber or a personal chef? Well, seeing as I've went bald. Process of elimination, the chef. You're going to go chef. Speaking of chef, does anyone ever say you look like chef from uh, South Park? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Baby. All right, fair enough. Uh, Longoria. Yeah, I'm going to go chef. You're going to use the chef more than you would use your uh, someone a barber. And and I can't get a better barber than uh, Yuri at Vintage Barbershops in Sandy Springs. So, yeah, I Good mean, he, if I were to get one, he, he literally has given me the best haircuts of my life. Unbelievable. All right, next question, Sanjay. All right, number two, would you rather commercials be 30 seconds long every five minutes or three minutes long every half hour? Three minutes every half hour. Yeah, three minutes every half hour. I like Because I can plan it then. I'm yeah. Like, All right, I got three minutes to take the dog out, yeah, check the point. mail, something like that. That's called time management. Good job, Deborah Green. Okay. I just think the, like, you ever watch stuff on YouTube? Yeah. And it, yes. gets, to the, oh, my God. And it gets to the good stuff? Like, whatever it is you're watching. I don't know what you're watching, Longoria, but I'm watching baseball card videos, <laughs> okay. and they're about to open like the, and it's like, ah, oh, boom, here you go. Uh, yeah. Tide pods. You know, I got to uh, <laughs> sit through that. You can't skip it. You have to yeah, watch it. Yeah, you got to watch that thing. Um, so I'm going to go, yeah, I, I'm with uh, Deborah. the three-minute commercials. Scotty B. I'm definitely with the team. Three minutes. Three minutes. Longoria. Yeah, three minutes. All right. Would you rather continues with little Sanjay? Uh, next question, Sanj. All right, warning. These. These questions take a small turn to the dark. Number three, if you knew and only you knew that the world was ending in three days and couldn't do anything to stop it, would you rather tell all your loved ones and grieve together or stay silent and enjoy the last few days normally? Wow, that is a, that's a real, that's not deep. That's a really good question. I mean, it is deep, but it's not dark. Um, so I, when you started the question, I said, just keep it to myself. That's it. Don't, you don't, you don't want to incite panic, right? I tell right. Longoria, he tells his 19 cousins, and the next thing you know, <laughs> there's there's riots all over the place. But if San I, Antonio knows. <laughs> but, if I, but if I knew, I, I think I would definitely tell my friends and loved ones and be like, listen, hop on a plane. Here's my credit card. First class flight to Atlanta. I, I can't tell you why. Just get down here. I'm renting out a penthouse at uh, the Ritz-Carlton, and we're just going to have an amazing three days and and – on the last day, like, oh, by the way, the, the... By the way, we're all dying. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Like, I would be like, Sanjay, get Josie, um, meet me at the uh, penthouse at the Ritz. We're going to blow it out for three days. Um, you can have all the macadamia you nuts you want. You wouldn't tell us till the very end? Yeah, no, I would, I would yeah, because I want you to enjoy it. And then with, like, five minutes left, you're like, oh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> That's the way I would do it. Uh, because that I want you... kind of selfish. All right, do you want me to not mm-hmm. tell you? <laughs> How about with like no. thirty seconds to go? I'm like, hey, everybody, come on, big group, big group hug. Would that be easier? Yeah, and like fireworks right at. But the that's time. the way I would do it. So yeah, I would tell my loved ones. Deborah Green. I don't have that many loved ones, so I would tell them. Yeah, yep. just let them know. Yeah. And your aunt in Mexico doesn't even have a phone. It's my great aunt. Your great aunt. She's fine. That woman <laughs> has made her fortune. No, selling I know. 
route to the resorts, she's fine. That I, woman's fine. I'm just saying she's not going to like call the Tijuana Gazette and be like, hey, Deb Green told me. <laughs> like, she's not going to spread rumors. It's not even in the same part of the country. I know. <laughs> but all right, so you would tell your loved ones. Scotty B. I wouldn't tell anybody. They no. ruined it for me. Not even Melania and Shelly? <laughs> no, definitely not. What if Melania and Shelly are like, all right, so the world's ending on uh, Sunday at 9 a.m. They would right. be more concerned about breaking the story. Well, no, no. But what would you tell them, you know, if they're calling you for, what time is the is word on the street on? 9 p.m. 9 p.m. So the world's going to end at 7 p.m. on Sunday, right? And you know this. And they're calling you about show prep and stuff. Do you do you just let them keep prepping the show? Yep, or, let them keep prepping. Yeah. Let them ha- let them stay in their yeah. moment. <laughs> like, oh, that's a great idea for a guest. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you Scotty, where that. you going? Yeah, Longoria. Uh, I'm gonna tell my family. Yeah, get your mom in town. Yeah, yeah. Everybody enjoy it. Last yeah. three days. I liked that question, Sanjay. That was very multi-layered. Yeah. All right, next I'm question, glad. buddy. All right, number four. Would you rather have a physically exhausting job or a mentally exhausting job? Mentally, men. I yeah. I've I've done hard labor. I can't do it anymore very well anyway, or for very long stretches. So uh, my job can be meant. This the radio gig in the mornings not, but it, you know back in the day when traffic was really bad and doing it in the mornings that could be mentally exhausting. So give me the mentally exhausting job. I'm used to that. Yeah, there are days depending on what's happening in radio where you just go home and you're spent mentally yeah. trying to prepare for stuff. So I'll take physically because at least like when I was on the farm at the end of the day. That, that was, was it. it. I could yeah. go to sleep, and I would actually sleep. Yeah, so physically, um, and you're still in decent shape. I try to. Yeah, be. <laughs> you at least better than any of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you at least belong to a gym. So that's true. Uh, Scotty, be mentally exhausted or physically exhausted? Physically exhausted. When I worked in the warehouse, I was in the best shape of my life. Which warehouse did you work in? UPS. No kidding. Yes, sir. What can Brown do for you? How did you enjoy that? Well. <laughs> well, is that like were you were you working the warehouse to like hopefully get promoted to the truck someday? I was on the promotion list for three years straight, and I was told if I was light skinned I would have been promoted. Then I left. Wow, your boss told you that? Yep, verbatim. Shut the front door. Are you serious? Every year that you have to redo your promotional paperwork, and then you wait throughout the year to get promoted. I did it three years straight. I'm actually not surprised. Just some things that I've heard from. Any, yeah. I, I, I Oof. that's jaw dropping. I actually appreciate him for being honest because that's when I quit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Save your time. But that's, fr- I mean, wow. I, I don't even know what to say about that. We can't Good go back times. and dump the company name right there, right? I don't want to be in- not not. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, well I'll just move along. Yeah. Uh, Longoria, that's crazy. I'm so sorry, Scott. That's ridiculous. I'm here now, baby, yeah. and I love it, man. Uh, I'll take mental, mental exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah. I can't handle physical. All right, you, you get, we got to get one more to bury that last one in the sand. <laughs> <side. laughs> All right, would you rather? Would you rather know that we go back to normal from COVID nineteen in four years Ugh. from now, or four years, or not know when this ends? <sighs> not know when it ends. Four years is. I can't imagine this will stretch four years long. Let's hope not. Yeah. So I'll. I'll. I'll, So it's the option is you never know what's going to end, or you know it's going to end in four years. You absolutely know everything's back to normal in four years. I guess I could. I could pull a Leffler and short the stock market for four years. (laughs) That would be nice. Uh, No, I. I don't want to know when it ends. Yeah, I don't want to know what it. We've already kind of got comfortable in this six months. Like, I have a new normal, is what yeah. everyone calls it, and I could Just ride, ride this that out, out if I have to. All right. I, I really miss restaurants, though. Scotty, <laughs> Scotty Bizzle. I want to know, man. I want to plan for it, and I want to know how long I can sit and do what I'm doing now. All right, fair enough. By the way, I think you're a handsome fella. I don't wish you to be any other way. You look f- perfect to me. 
Um, <laughs> just want to get that on the record for HR. I, I love the character and your heart. Can you get a little more tan? Yeah, no, you. Uh, I think you're perfect. Come all out, dude. Just, just letting you know, uh, Longoria. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd want to know. I'd want to know. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. It... So four years. Uh, Sanjay, good job, my friend. You, you you took us off speaker, and things went swimmingly after that. <laughs> One more day to file your taxes, folks. If you need a Hail Mary, throw it to Sanjay. Brass Tax Accounting on Facebook or Brass.Tax online. Uh, great job as always, buddy. My man. All right. When we come back, I am either the voice of the people or a whack job. I'll let you decide when we come back on the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB Atlantis News and Talk. All right, I don't have much time here. I, I might bump this to the bottom of the hour because I, I want to get in depth. So here's the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a theory of mine, or an observation, if you will. And I'm not sure how this is going to go. Uh, people are, everyone in the car is going to be like, oh, my God. Like, Mark, you are... Truly every man. You are the voice that we didn't know we, we needed, right? Like, I am so in-depth with people's psyche <laughs> okay. that it's going to blow people's minds. They're going to be like, wow, this this guy is just, he's, he knows us, right? I know the human condition. And I'm just the only one that, that will talk about this and will bring it to the forefront. That's what I'm hoping. Okay. <laughs> the other side of the, uh, when I when I present my, my theory, my thesis, my story, when we come back after the news, the flip side of the coin is, People are going to be like, that dude's crazy. And Drew Anderson, our program director, is going to text me. He's like, what is wrong with you? You know, like, it could go one of two ways there. Um, so I, 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 this was a short, short little segment, so I didn't have time to go in depth. I'll go in depth when we come back after news, weather, and traffic. And on the other side of my thesis, my observation, I'll either be the voice of the people or that crazy radio guy. I'll let you decide. We report Ooh, you me? decide. Oh, okay, no, really not me. you. Not you, Longoria. The, the, <laughs> I was like, well, I can the choose now. <laughs> the dear listeners. Plus, we're going to debut a new game. Whoa. Never have I ever with Russ and Gainesville. Never have I ever with Russ and Gainesville. It'll be fun. We're having fun. It's too hot to be mad. Uh, we'll be right back. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSP Atlanta's News and Talk. Hey, this is Phil Necro, inducting the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1997. You are listening to the Mark Aram Show. What other show would you listen to? 638, 92 degrees on Peachtree Street. Yeah, we're up to a nine already on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Uh, we're going to debut a game, I think, in about 30 minutes. It's Never Had I uh, Have I Ever with Russ and Gainesville. You're familiar with Never Have I Ever, right, Longoria? It's like a drinking game. Yeah. This will not be a drinking game. It'll oh, be, okay. I mean, you can drink during it, not yeah. you. but well, I can. Yeah, uh, listeners can. Um, all right, so here's enough of the preamble. I'm either I'm either really tuned into the human psyche or I am a wackadoo. You would decide. So I'm driving back from Lake Oconee on Saturday with Maya. Went to visit my cousin. He was up there on vacation. I'm driving back on I-20, and there's a red solo cup bouncing across the highway. And car just, I mean, you know, car doing 80 miles an hour just takes out that red solo cup. It flies up, breaks into pieces. And I was like, oh, man, what a way to go. Like... I felt bad for an inanimate object. <laughs> okay. Like a red solo cup. There's so many ways it could go. Like it could be uh, used in a game of beer pong with really good-looking co-eds, and they have to drink out of it. And then, you know, it gets <laughs> thrown away. It has a great memory, like a great little thing, and then it just gets put into the garbage can. It had a great run, right? Like if you're a red solo cup, a male red solo cup, like that's the best existence you can have. You sit on, you get made, you sit on the shelf, 
uh, it's a, it's a Russian roulette. Who's going to buy you? Is Longoria going to buy me? Oh no, it's uh, it's Becky from Chi Sigma, and she's bringing me to a sorority party. And oh oh, I'm going to get to play beer pong. I'm I'm going to be on the beer pong table, like the 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 front cup, like the major cup, the front cup, and I get filled with beer. Like what a great life this is. And then you know, Bob, she gets the ping pong ball in it and drinks out of the red solo cup, and and like maybe you get to play a second game with the you know, and you have that. That Red Solo Cup's existence is near perfection. And then you get this other one where Frank buys a, a sleeve of Red Solo Cups okay. and, you know, puts in uh, some sort of whiskey, and then he's driving along I-20. I don't know why I made Frank a drunk driver, but let's just say he is. <laughs> and he just chucks the Red Solo Cup out, out of the window on I-20 where it's sitting on the side of the road, and then and then cars are whizzing by, and a, and a gust of wind blows it into the road and it just gets smashed by the the Toyota you had a lot truck. of time to think on your way back from Wilconi huh? well I was I was feeling a little weird <laughs> I've told Deb I didn't feel right on Saturday <laughs> okay. but I I thought about this I'm like oh what a crappy end for that solo cup like it could have been so much better than getting thrown off to the side of the road on I-20 in Newton County no offense to Newton County I mean anywhere on I-20 and then I thought about it like I often think about inanimate objects so I'll we were driving down to Tampa for our uh, yeah, past St. Pete, Tampa for spring break, and I before we left, I made a cup of coffee with this. With you see me drinking these out of these styrofoam cups yes. every day, Longoria. This is this is my, and I made one, and I was driving, and we stopped in Valdosta uh, to go to the bathroom and get some lunch or whatever. And I was cleaning out the car, the trash in my car, and I picked up the the coffee cup, and I threw it into the garbage can at the Target in Valdosta. Like that poor cup, he had no idea was, his life was going to end. <laughs> In a Target garbage. Were you watching Toy Story? No, I've never seen Toy Story. I often think about inanimate objects and and like the best and worst uh, endings to their lives. Luckily, Maya has a year now to actually marry you and change her mind in this year. I I even told her, I was like, oh, like we were driving. I was like, oh, what a crappy way for that solo cup to to go. You never think about inanimate objects. Not not to that extent, no. Not to feel bad that it didn't have a life that I think it should have. No? No. Like I feel like I had a uh, uh, can of chunky soup in (laughs) in my cupboard. Okay. And it expired. And I picked it up. I was like, ah, I don't know if that's good or bad. Like, I was going to throw it away. Like, is the chunky soup can, like, I didn't get eaten. Like, this is awesome. (laughs) Like, or is the chunky soup can, like, I was made for nothing. The split pea and ham soup is like, I was made to be eaten and no one ate me. I've lived a purposeless life, you know? So, it could like, people can either agree with me and you think about inanimate objects as having human feelings or I'm totally crazy. I think we will, both, yeah. Well, again, you're not the, yeah, you're I'm not, not I'm the not judge gonna, and jury. I'm not going to. The listeners are. It's very simple. Am I am I the true voice of the people? Do I have do I have my finger on the pulse of society and I'm just the only one with the guts to say it or am I crazy? I will leave that up to you. 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Traffic every 6 minutes now. What are we doing? We can go now. You want to do traffic yeah. now? All right, let's do traffic. We'll do says, Clark and then we'll yeah, all right. We'll do it all. We'll do it all. But I want to know, am I uh, am I crazy or am I the voice of the people? Because I can, I have uh, thoughts and compassion about inanimate objects. Red Solo cups, coffee cups, split pea with ham soup. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Instagram and Twitter, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. 
For better or for worse, till death do us part, this is The Mark Aram Show. All right, am I the voice of the people or am I in need of therapy because of the amount of time I spend thinking about inanimate objects? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. The early results are in uh, via the Piccadilly text line. My mom says I'm just a bit crazy. Longoria thinks I'm bananas. Oh, yeah. Uh, Twitter seems to no think uh, Ari Young thinks I'm certifiable. Let's see what the, uh, the, the listeners think. Sarah is in Brookhaven. Sarah, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Hey, Mark. So am I crazy or am I the voice of the people? Oh, you're the voice of the people. Really? You know what it is? What's that? What's your Wilson? It should be called What's Your Wilson? Oh, like Wilson you know? from Castaway, the yes. uh, the volleyball, the inanimate object. I've never, for full disclosure, I've never developed a relationship with an inanimate object. But oh, I think about how they're, they're, they end, their lives end. Well, I know, but then will you you want it? Hopefully, it will move on to the next person. You can pass it on. So reincarnation, the red solo cup reincarnation. Yeah. Deborah Green asked right. during the break if there is a uh, a heaven for red solo cups. <laughs> like, is there an afterlife there for should be. red solo cup? I felt bad for that red solo cup. Like, there's a, there are a million ways that thing could have had a great demise. But you don't know. Maybe he got thrown out by a sorority girl. Maybe but he still, was at a, a lake party, yeah. and it was left over in the car, and then it got thrown out. But that's out. like having a great life and then getting shot in the street mugged, getting run over on I-20, okay. you know? No chance to, you know, I, I don't know. They're not a proper burial, I guess, would be. They're not... It live fast, die young, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess so. A rock star. All right. 27 Club. Grant's in Tequila. Grant, welcome to the show. What's up, buddy? Hey, Mark. Uh, enjoy the show. Yeah, um... Well, I was going down 285. It's been a long time ago, uh, maybe 20 years ago. I was going down 285, and there, I was behind a truck towing a boat, and the anchor that was, you know, hanging from the boat or was however wherever it was secured, fell off the boat and started bouncing around on 285. Oh, and I geez. started do- I started dodging it, and I said, "Hey." That's an inanimate object I don't want to deal with. Yeah, but you think about the like the anchor. Like I would have like first off is your first reaction is not hitting the anchor, but eventually I would have been like, that's not how that anchor was supposed to go. That anchor is supposed to get stuck on a rock at the bottom of a lake somewhere and be buried at sea. But instead, it was falling off on two eighty five and almost hitting Jeff's car. Tom's in Stockbridge. Tom, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, buddy? Hey, good, Mark. How you doing? Excellent. What are your thoughts? Am I crazy or am I the voice of the people? Uh, first of all, let me just say I enjoy your show. I've been listening to you for a long time. I like you and your crew, and you do a great job. Thanks, Tom. Uh, I just think you might need a little time off. You've <laughs> uh, <laughs> done a great job, but you, de- you deserve some time off. And I think It's the Rona again to you, man. Do I need to self-quarantine for two weeks, maybe? <laughs> but this is, I mean, this is something that I've, I've done uh, for years. So, all right, so, again, Deborah and I were talking off the air, and uh, – if Deborah said, if it has something that's sentimental to you, you'll think about it a little bit. Yeah, because there's an attachment. You know, yes. like I had an old Snoopy bank and it broke, and I was really, really sad sure. to throw it away, even though it was all broken. I couldn't use it. When I was in college, I had, I mean, I was in college. I was poor in my apartment, and on the wall, I had like these paper Simpson character cutouts, like in my bathroom. <laughs> okay, like Bart Simpson and Homer Simpson right, or right. whatever. And I'm, when I was moving to Atlanta, I was like, I don't, do I want to like? 
drive these to Atlanta? <laughs> and I'm like, no. And it was like heartbreaking. Like I had to throw them away. Like I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, Homer Simpson, you're gonna die in Poughkeepsie, New York. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So this isn't something new. This is something I've been dealing with for a long time. Ethan is up next on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Ethan? What's going on, man? How are you, sir? Doing good, sir. How about you? Excellent. What are your thoughts on my inanimate object uh, exploration? Oh no, I think you're right on. Yeah, you do that too. Oh yeah, yeah. Except for it's taken out of the pack, and then it's like, yes, sir, this is what I made for. But then it realizes, oh God, this is what I made for. So oh, so and you go oh, deep. You go deep you level. Don't. You go next level, like thinking about <laughs> why my purpose of life, why the prophylactic was even made. I f- here's what I would feel bad for a prophylactic, the one that's been in Jay Black's wallet for 17 years. Gosh. <laughs> That expired. Like that never got a shot at the title. <laughs> too too soon. No, no. Or anyone. Yeah. Like Yeah, it doesn't have to anyone. be Jay Black. <laughs> as as a as a girl growing up in Wisconsin, did you have dudes that would have one in their wallet and you I could see think the circle? Every kid in probably junior high and yeah. high school had to put one in their wallet yeah, just to have it in there, even if they know they weren't gonna use it or didn't know how. Just but just to get that circle on the yes. wallet. Yep. Yeah, I remember I had, I had like a coin, um, like a, I don't know, it was like it was like a token from a arcade or something, and I put it in my wallet, and it was, but it was a bigger one, not a little token, like a, a you know, like a right, half right. dollar, and I put it in my wallet, and it left an indentation, and I was like 12, and my mom's like, what the hell's in your wallet? And I was like, what, it's a... It's a token from Shakey's Pizza. <laughs> she was like, oh, okay, okay. All right, uh, I feel for inanimate objects. Uh, am I the voice of the people, or have I uh, gone off the deep end and need to be self-quarantined and get some rest? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Uh, by the way, thoughts and prayers to the Solo Cup family that uh, perished on I-20. We'll be back. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Back to the show on a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Most of my, fa- you know what, my whole family's here, because Scotty B's part of the extended family now. All right. uh, Deborah Green is the executor producer of the show. Shrongoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T. <laughs> Is on paternity leave, ably filled in by Scotty B, who's the executive producer of uh, Word on the Street. Yes, sir. Which you can hear Sundays at 9 p.m. with Shelly Winter and Milani Kai. In 30 minutes, uh, we're going to debut a brand new game here on the Mark Aram Show called Never Have I Ever with Russ and Gainesville. We'll see how that goes. Uh, But trying to get uh, some perspective on what's going on in my noodle, my noggin, the gray matter, if you will, Longoria. Driving back from Lake Oconee on Saturday. Uh, saw a red solo cup destroyed on the interstate. Now, all things considered, that's you know the most benign thing you could see get destroyed on an interstate, right? It could have been a bad crash or right. a could deer have been an hit. animal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I felt bad for the red solo cup because that that could have been the red solo cup could have had so many good endings. Again, getting uh, playing beer pong at a, at a sorority party that's like the ideal life for a, a solo cup. And I realized I think a lot about inanimate objects. 
shirts. Like, oh, I was fishing. <laughs> Here's another one. I was fishing in St. Pete, and I was wearing uh, a hat from Kennebunkport, Maine. And like a, like a newbie, I didn't have it on backwards when the guy punched it right into the water. And I was like, that's a pretty apropos. I wasn't upset. I was like, a, a Maine, Kennebunkport, Maine hat drowning in the uh, Gulf of Mexico was probably a good ending. Like, that's a, that's a decent death for that hat. So yeah. I wasn't sad. I was sad I lost the hat. But all I was right. like, all right, that's a good, you know, from the from the cold Atlantic, North Atlantic, to the an end at the in the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico, that was a decent <laughs> thing. So am I the only one that thinks about inanimate objects like that? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Eric's in Covington. Eric, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, man, what's up? How are you, Eric? I'm good. Listen, I don't think you're exactly crazy, but I think that you've got uh, an over... Um, uh, just a little bit over in uh, in the uh, how was the, I'm sorry overactive imagination. No, no, you're over empathetic. Oh, oh, too empathetic. Okay, I understand. Too empathetic, yeah, man. Because I mean, you know, you go into these things where you take an inanimate object and you put a personification to it that uh, doesn't exist, man. I'm no, of sorry, course it man. doesn't exist. Not. I understand. It's all in my head. But to be fair, like there are times where uh, where I I think of an inanimate object having a happy ending. Like, um, like when I got engaged, right? Okay. Got engaged Christmas Eve, and we had, uh, it was at this restaurant in Connecticut, and we had a uh, shellfish tower with oysters and whatever. I'm like, this oyster was eaten by me on the day and the night of my engagement. That's a good end to that oyster. <laughs> well, now, it's, granted, a good, it's a good ending for you. Granted, but, but... That, was a, that was at one time an animate object. Right. Uh, but the bottle of champagne. The, here's one. The dish. So when I got engaged, Deborah, I don't know if I ever told you the story. I gave the ring to our server, and Maya got lobster for Christmas Eve dinner, the Feast of the Seven Fishes. And I was like, put the ring on the butter dish when you come out. Like the little, I forgot what they're called. It's got a name. Butter dish is fine. Yeah, to come out on the little ceramic butter dish or whatever. And so she did. She brought the lobster out, and instead of butter on the butter dish was the ring in the box, whatever. And the waitress is like... I, I want you to take that uh, butter dish home. Like, that was the butter. So I still have the butter dish. So there, it's, there's a good example of an inanimate object okay. that, that had a good ending. And it's still with us. Uh, Robert, driving a big rig, joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Robert? I'm doing all right, Mark. How are you? Excellent. Am I crazy or am I the voice of the people? I, I think when you was little, you fell out of the bed, you hit your head on a red Solo cup, a can of soup. I don't think red Solo cups were alive when I was a kid. I mean, I don't think they were invented, right? That's kind of a, a newer uh, invention. I don't know. I've, I've never thought of anything like that. Now, none of that stuff's ever crossed my mind before. So. All right. So I felt uh, that's possible. I, I definitely <laughs> could have fallen. I mean, even my mom thinks I'm crazy. So that's quite possible, Robert, that I have uh, I have some issues that need to be. Solo Cup's been around since 1936. No kidding. Have they always been red or? Cause... No, they've had other colors. Yeah. But the company Solo has been making plastic cups since 1936. Once, uh, once. They hit. They found the right color because they used to come in blue and green. But once they've hit that red, they got the right shade of red. Sales blew off. Like that's what Longoria's kids drink their juice out of. Their <laughs> apple juice is out of red Solo cups. Uh, Howard's in Tequila. Howard, welcome to the program. Thank you, sir. And uh, you know, I I listen to you about every afternoon on the way home. That's awesome. Thank you, sir. So and much for doing that. Your but there's a good reason, obviously. You know, I'm I may be a little shot out 
riding 20, 25 minutes with 16-foot 2x6s strapped from one end of my truck to the other. But things like this make people like me, your buddy Russ, look good. So <laughs> keep it up, buddy. <laughs> Wow, I didn't know where that was going, Howard. Yeah. But Howard, as, nice. I really do. Thank you for listening, dude. I really appreciate that. That's that's pretty cool. I'll try to keep my my craziness uh, uh, in check from now on. Again, I didn't know how this was going to go. I I I knew it was going to go one of two ways. I was either going to be like tapped into the human psyche, or people were going to think I've lost my marbles. Uh, via the Pil- uh, Piccadilly text line uh, from my fiance Maya, uh, it's anthro. Anthropomorphism. I'm totally butchering that word. Anthropomorphism. There you go. Thank you, Deborah. Uh, attributing human traits, emotions, or intentions to non-human entities. So I don't know if that's a condition. Like, is that a... Is that a well, maybe you get it checked out now. It's a psychiatric now you know term. What it is. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I don't do it, like, all the time. Like, I'm not looking at this bottle of hand sanitizer and going, ah... You're doing a great job, kid. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hang in there. <laughs> hang in there, buddy. You're doing God's work. Matt's in Canton. Matt, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Um, man, I agree with you. I am totally on the same page. I remember several years ago there was a uh, commercial for a certain uh, German luxury car manufacturer, and it had uh, this this old car, this old version of a car, being sent to the crusher, getting crushed. And as it's getting crushed, it flashes to the car's wi- uh, windshield, and the car is going through all of its memories of its lifetime, kids learning to drive on it, families, et cetera. And then at the end, the car gets reincarnated as a new version of itself. Ah. And ever since then, man, I've thought the exact same way as you. Thank you, Matt. So it's kind of, that's almost like the, the movie Christine. Yeah, I was going to say, did you watch Christine before Speaking you came? of Stephen King, uh, uh, Christine was, I mean, that car was an inanimate object, but it was haunted. You know, it was, it was, <laughs> yes. yeah. So, all right, Matt, uh, Team Matt, I like it. All right. I, what, was the, what was the commercial? I want to find that. Do you remember what? It was. Yeah, it was a, a, a from Mercedes Benz uh, C class. I think the commercial was called Reincarnation. Reincarnation. All right, Deborah is working yeah. on it right now. I, we might have to play that. Makes me feel a little bit better about myself. Jim is in uh, the great city of Loganville. Six cars how ahead you, of us, Jimmy. How you doing tonight? What's going? Yeah, just that old sergeant major that calls very so often. But I, your cup. First of all, you are the voice of the people. Thank you. Because Jim. I hear so many times your voice speaking the words out my brain. So, no, I think you're sane. Now, my four ex-wives might not think so. But, <laughs> but also, about your red cup there, it could have been used for a lot of things in a car that would have gotten flung out the window. Liquor was one of the best ones sure. to be used. So, yeah, I mean, they I make a good point, though. I reincarnated yeah. as beer steins, and I was stationed in Battles. We had our steins that we kept up on the shelf down in the pub. And a bunch of my buddies used to go down there, and we all had our cups on the shelves, and we'd get the mugs down, and the mugs could see each other every night, and we spoke to each other every night. We even talked about that before. And I think those red cups that end up a bad ending get reincarnated as beer steins in a European so they, they move beer, up. They uh, move up in the cycle of life. Uh, so in college, my favorite bar was this little crappy dive bar called The Nightcap. I mean, it was about the size of this studio, but like long, not wide. Horrible little college bar, but it was great because that's, you know, whatever, good times. And I remember they like apparently served food during the day. No one ever ate there at night. <laughs> but I remember I took uh, the nightcap menu, 
you know, it was like this little crappy little menu that was laminated. It was like chicken wings, two fifty. You know, cup of soup. Like no one is eating at this place ever. You look, you walk into this place, and you're like, I'm never eating anything from here. But I said I kept that as a souvenir. And the next year, the the uh, business burned down. The owner probably burned it down. Yeah, for insurance yeah. purposes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony No Nose was the name of the owner. <laughs> he probably burned it down for the insurance money. But I remember thinking like. This menu could have died in that fire, but I still have it to this you day. You kept it. You saved this, it. I've given this menu an extra 25 years post-college because I, I saved it. Stuck so, in your drawer at home. Yeah. So I, I think I'm right. Teresa is in Kingston. Teresa, how are you? Just fine. I'm having a good time with this one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I was, gonna, I was thinking that, you know, if we wouldn't have museums, our collectors, uh, uh, if anything... If we didn't have that little kind of thing in our brain The sentimentality of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Which probably explains why I'm a bit of a hoarder. Like, I... I, Uh. Yeah. A little bit. I'm not a huge hoarder. I'm a collector. That's how I like to. I'm a, sure. I'm a, like, a, look at my desk. That's a good word for it. In your later years. Yeah, my later years, I could definitely see myself becoming a hoarder. But right now, I just consider myself a collector. Is there a Red Solo Cup song? Uh, Robert on Twitter says, can you play the Red Solo Cup yeah, Apparently, song? yes. Really? I've never heard of it. Uh, Teresa, have a great night, buddy. Thank you so much. Uh, Rex is down Peachtree City Way. Rex, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. You're a voice of my tribe. I can yes. put to you there. Um, I'll tell you the end of the story. The end of the story is I have a Red Solo Cup front and center in my Chana cabinet. Oh. Lit up. It is, the beginning of the story goes, uh, I took my uh, fiance to Las Vegas to see George Strait. We watched George Strait, and she's an absolute George Strait fan for years and years and years. At the end of the concert, everybody was leaving. I went up to the stage. There was a red solo cup that George Strait was drinking out of. Still had George Strait lip prints on it. George Strait touched water in it. I asked the stagehand. He gave me that cup. I spent all this money on gifts and everything else for her 50th birthday. That solo cup was the ultimate gift. So that is so- amazing. Now that's the end of oh, uh, that's that's how a solo cup should be should have. That's like the premier solo cup life to be. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's going to make up for the solo cup you saw on the side of the road, yeah, but sad. there was one that absolutely had the best life of all. I have a, a similar story, but it, it, with a really bad ending, unfortunately. So years ago, anytime Neil Diamond was in concert, would come to Atlanta, I would go. And one year, I got front row tickets. Actually, Neil Bortz got front row tickets. He gave them to the former producer for Atlanta's Morning News, who then sold them to me. But basically, I'm sitting front row at the Gwinnett Arena, Neil Diamond. Is this the Red Solo Cup? And Neil Diamond... Neil Diamond leaves his sweat towel on stage. Oh, no. Nice. Like a little white sweat yep. towel, and I didn't have the, the nerve to go grab it. I would have been up there in seconds. Yeah, I should have. Big regret. All right, so this is the Red Solo Cup song. You will only hear this on the Mark Air Show. Red Solo Cup. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. I love you. Solo cup. I lift you up. Proceed to party. Proceed to party. Now- 
Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. I uh, I had never heard that Thread Solo Cup song before. Interesting. There's a song for everything. Jim joins us in uh, Lilburn, Georgia. What's going on, Jim? Uh, just a quick statement. Uh, much to the disappointment of the two items, I think that the cheese has slipped off the cracker. <laughs> well, it depends what kind of cheese it is. If you have a nice cheese whiz, it'll stick on the cracker. But if you have a, there you go. a slice of... Uh, so you never think about inanimate objects that way? Absolutely not. All right. I think I think Deborah hit on something uh, when we were during the break. But my background in creative writing, like that was a thing I would do in school. That I just have this imagination, and I think that I'm hoping that is the issue and not an actual serious psychological problem. Uh, AJ's in Dunwoody. AJ, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how's it going? What up, buddy? Yeah, so um, going back to your anthropomorphizing things, um, well, Disney did it all the time, and everybody loves Disney. That's what animals are from uh, Disney, but uh, I I feel exactly how you feel because when I was uh, driving back from Florida, not too long ago, uh, we, uh, we saw a trash bag that was just in between two cars, and we related so much so. You try to get up and try to move away and from both sides. It keeps on coming. It's a very, uh, it's like life, you know. You never, you know, you, you try and try, and you wind up just uh, being on I-75 uh, north of Tallahassee, and, and that's, where, that's where it all ends, Longoria. Marjorie's in Douglasville. Marjorie, welcome to the show. Well, hey, it's just... I'm having such a good time listening to everything and everybody, but you just had a story earlier about that chunky soup. Yes. And I was driving, it was driving me nuts because you never told told anybody. I didn't hear if you ate it or you did anything with it because it was out of date. I threw it away. I mean, it wasn't, oh, it wasn't, shame. I know it wasn't like I missed the date by a week. It was like, oh, uh, this is four years expired, <laughs> you know? But I remember the can. It was chunky split pea and ham soup, which you cannot get in Georgia. It's very limited in Georgia. It's a Yankee soup. I don't know soup. why you would want to get it. Oh, but... I love that soup as a kid. Split pea with ham. For whatever reason, that makes me feel like home. Maybe I'll have that for dinner tonight. I'll fish it out of the garbage can. I need a hey, Scotty B. I need two contestants to play Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. It will help if you are a Russ in Gainesville fan. Call now. Two contestants. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aaron Show. Hey, it's Shaquille O'Neal. You're listening to the lyric dropping, traffic mopping, Hall of Fame gloating, drive time promoting. This is the Mark Aram Show. Deb Green hit my music. Seven thirty-six, twenty-four in front of eight o'clock. Ninety degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till eight in the PM. Don't forget, you can listen at home. While you're cooking, eating dinner, ordering dinner, whatever you do at home, drinking out of your Red Solo cup via the WSB Radio app or Amazon Alexa or Google Home, just say play 95.5 WSB. We're going to get back to your calls about uh, my obsession. Eh, I wouldn't call it obsession. My, my deep thoughts about inanimate objects and how they meet their demise. But uh, we are going to debut a brand new game here on the Mark Aram Show called Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. I've been everywhere, man. It's Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Our man Russ in Gainesville. Russ, you have officially made it. You've got a, a game all to yourself, my friend. How does, how does it feel to be, uh, uh, you know, just Russ in Gainesville and you have a game about you now? 
I like it. It's uh, it's fantastic. I, I don't know what to say. All right. <laughs> so here's the deal, Russ. Uh, let, you know what? Let's meet our contestants first. Uh, Rhonda joins us. Rhonda, you're the first ever contestant of uh, Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. How are you, Rhonda? I'm fine, Mark. Mark, how are you? Excellent. Good to hear from you. You're going to be playing against Jeff in Snellville. Jeff, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you doing, Mark? Excellent. So you guys are familiar with the game Never Have I Ever, speaking of red solo cups? Yeah. I guess. All right. So basically, here's how the game works. And, Russ, you cannot give it away. This is live. So okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question to these folks. Don't give it away until I ask you your answer, okay? Okay. All right. So, for example, I'm going to say this, is, uh, this, is, this doesn't count. So I'm going to start with Deb Green. Um, never have I ever has uh, Russ cut his own hair. Has Russ ever cut his own hair, Deborah Green? I'm thinking, yes, Russ has cut his own hair. All right, Russ, have you ever cut your own hair? No, my father did it all the time, but oh. I've never done it. All right, so there, that's how the game's played, guys. So you just have to guess whether or not Russ has done this thing. It's called uh, Russ in Gainesville, Never Have I Ever. Rhonda, you're up first. Um, has Russ ever traveled by airplane? Has Russ in Gainesville ever traveled by airplane? What do you think? Yes. Yeah. Russ, have you ever traveled by airplane? I have a friend that owns a jet. Oh, yes. wow. <laughs> Humble brag there from Russ in Gainesville. Rhonda gets the point. Very easy game. Here we go, Jeff. Has Russ in Gainesville ever gotten in a street fight? A street fight. Russ in Gainesville, fisticuffs in the street. What do you think, Jeff? I want to say no. Ooh, Russ, a lover, not a fighter. But is he a fighter? Russ, you ever gotten into a fist fight? Um, yeah, but not in the street, so <laughs> I don't know what to say. Where you, was you know, it? Like in an apartment or something. You know, in guys, a... they get mad at me all the time. All right, we'll give Jeff a point. It was not in the street. It was in an apartment. Guys get mad at Russ all the time. I could definitely see that. Never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Uh, here we go, Rhonda. Has Russ ever gotten stitches? Ooh. Has, ever, has Russ ever been cut or whatever and required medical stitches? What do you think, Rhonda? Yeah. Yeah, might have been in that apartment fight. Russ, have you ever gotten stitches in your life? Many times. Many times. You know, I've never gotten stitches. Longoria, have you ever gotten stitches in your life? Yeah, yeah. For yeah. certain little surgeries and stuff, yeah. Little surgeries. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, they took a cyst out of my hand and I put a, they put a, they put the stitches there. Deborah Green, have you ever had uh, I when mean, I was stabbed in the face. When your brother was stabbed <laughs> yes. in the face. Right. Yes. Scotty B, Scotty B, have you ever had stitches? Absolutely. I was the last generation of real football players. Oh, my man. I have never had stitches. That used to scare me as a kid. Like, I, I whatever I... Because I heard horror stories you know, like from eight-year-olds that cut their whatever knee and they get that. Anyway, all right, never have I ever. Uh, Jeff, you're up. Has Russ in Gainesville ever used a fake ID? Ooh, that's a tough one. Has Russ in Gainesville ever used a fake ID? I want to say yes. Russ, you ever used a fake ID, buddy? I think I did back when they made drinking 21 instead of 18. All right, Jeff gets the point. Good job, Jeff. You know you're inside of Russ's head. Uh, here we go, Rhonda. Has Russ in Gainesville ever ridden a motorcycle? Yes. You say yes. Russ in Gainesville, you ever gotten on a hog? Yes. I've never owned one, but I've ridden, ridden one a few times. Here's another thing I want to match up. Back to my I-20 trip, and for him, put down Russ's music for a second. This is not. This is that has nothing to do with the game. So I'm driving down I-20 from Lake Coney, and I'm behind one of those motorcycle guys with the really high handlebars. The choppers. The choppers. That's got to be so uncomfortable, right? Like, just stand there right now and put your hands up in the air like you're... And, like, that guy's doing it for 90 miles on I-20. Doesn't that... Wouldn't that be annoying? Yeah, but so are the ones where you're all crouched over, too. Like, your back hurts I guess. just as much. I don't think uh, I could do a motorcycle with that thing 
with the handlebars way up high. I don't know. That's for another show. All right. Back to Never I Have Her with Russ in Gainesville. Uh, Jeff is up. Jeff has uh, Russ in Gainesville ever relieved himself in a public swimming pool? I want to say yes. <laughs> I'd be surprised if it's no. Russ in Gainesville. Well, I I don't think I've ever been in a public swimming pool, actually. All right, any pool, any any swimming pool, and that will take the yeah, public sure. out of it. Yeah, yeah sure. Jacuzzi. Yeah, I think all dudes have right? in a jacuzzi. That's a little much. <laughs> yeah. De- Deborah Green, do girls do that? Little young ladies, I maybe. I think when you're really little, yeah. and it's a reaction to the cold water. Yeah. But once you know how to use the bathroom, <laughs> go ahead and learn. No. Yeah, I don't think I've done it in since I was 12. I've I've done it in the ocean. I still do that. I haven't done it recently, but that happens. All right. Never have it with Russ in Gainesville. Rhonda, you're up. Um, has Russ ever had a drink thrown at him? That's a great one. Has Russ ever had a drink thrown at him? Yes. <laughs> Rhonda loves this game. Russ in Gainesville, you ever had a drink thrown at you? Absolutely. I've had a couple girls splash me in the face with a drink. Really? Absolutely. Because you were uh, acting inappropriately or what happened? Uh, you know, they, you can't predict a woman. Yeah, you cannot predict a woman. All right. <laughs> That's probably why uh, he got in his face. All right, last last question of Vanever Have Air with Russ and Gainesville. Jeff, uh, you need this for the win. We all win in this game, though. Has Russ and Gainesville ever taken food out of a trash can and eaten it? I want to say no. Russ and Gainesville, do you ever pull that uh, George Costanza takes the chocolate eclair out of the garbage can and eaten it? I don't think so. I can't remember. No? no. Would you tell us if you had? Yeah, because I'm... Racking my brain, but I don't think so. No. All right. He's taking women out of the trash can, but not. <laughs> he, met a, he met a woman at a dumpster. <laughs> yeah, but not, All right, not that's the that's end true, of yeah. the uh, first edition ever of Never Have Her with Russ and Gainesville. What's the final score, Deborah Green? Actually, I'll tie it up at 4-4. Four, 4-4. Four. Four to four. Yeah. All right, so that's good, guys, because I don't have any prizes because of the, the uh, coronavirus. But Rhonda and Jeff, you are part of WSB Radio History. You were the first ever contestants in Never Have I Ever with Russ and Gainesville. <laughs> Excellent. Yippers. Rhonda, you happy with that? Yes, of course. Do you like the game? Should we keep it? Sure. Yeah, I think yeah, so, actually, too. Yeah, actually, I think y'all should. All right, Jeff, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for playing. Russ, what do you think of your game? You like it? Thanks, guys. Thanks for playing. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. Yeah, I yes. think we need a sponsor for this. You want to reach out to Family Dollar? Little Caesars? <laughs> Beefaroni. Beefaroni. Oh, you know what? The pun- How about Plenty of Fish? Plenty of fish. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> so. trying to get some free dates. Russ, what's the name of that pawn shop that gave you the guitar? Uh, international pawn shop in Gainesville. Don, maybe was, Don, if you're listening, we can we have a sponsorship open for Never I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Uh, real quick, Russ, you got any big headlines? Anything good? No, nah, not really. Uh, I'm just here with Karen tonight. The other girls got mad at me. So. Hey, ladies! <laughs> well, Karen, Karen feels like the split tea with ham soup. It just makes you feel like home, buddy. Oh, you know what I did? This is kind of funny because like this morning. At 6 a.m., I shook her and I woke her up. I said, hey, look, Mark Aaron's on TV. She goes, I'm blind. I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Russ. So, yeah. Visually I woke impaired. Her up and she can't Visually even see impaired. the TV. <laughs> ah, All yeah. right, Russ, good stuff. So uh, let's plan on doing this every Tuesday. What do you think, Deborah? Tuesday? Or do you want to make yeah, this a Friday available? game? Yeah, we could do it a Friday game. Let's make are this a Friday game. Are you available Fridays, Russ? Absolutely. All right. Okay, clear well, your calendar. This is now a benchmark on Fridays <laughs> at 730. We're going to do Never I Ever with Russ and Gainesville. Russ, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, Mark. All right, take care. I'll, did you like that game, Longoria? Yeah, it was cool. Scotty B, it. you liked it? Learned absolutely. a lot about Russ. Yeah. If you guys have any questions, throw them my way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Larry's in Dawsonville. Larry, thanks for hanging in through the game. How are you, buddy? Larry. Oh. Hello. Hey, Larry, what's going on, man? 
It's Bud, man, from Dawsonville. All right. He, uh, he spelled uh, Bud Larry, so I don't know <laughs> what's what going on. That's what he's saying. <laughs> all good. Thank you, Scotty B. Thank you, Mark, and all the bananas. I, I want to share this with you, Mark, because I think you're not insane. Okay. I think you are for the people. And also being godly about what you saw about the Red Solo Cup. It was godly, wasn't so, it? Yeah. It was godly because of the fact you saw someone throw that Red Solo Cup out to trash the planet. You not only respect that by going to a convenience store, it's free. You can throw your garbage in the trash can, pump your gas or whatever, but you throw it in the trash can. Not yes. throw it out on the ground. And I love you for that, Mark. Thank you. You're not insane. Appreciate You're it, Gus. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I'm a big, uh, there's not many things that get me mad. People littering gets me furious. Fury. I told you this story, Longoria. This, this isn't why I hate it, but this is a, uh, just an example of why I hate it. I was driving back from my parents' house to college, uh, whatever, you know, go home and do my laundry. And I had a couple of my buddies in the car, uh, Tatum and Stumpy. Those were their nicknames. Tatum, the amazing throw-up machine, and Stumpy because he was as dumb as a stump. And we go to Burger King drive-through, and I'm pretty sure I got the classic chicken with cheese sandwich. I don't know what Stumpy got, but he's in the back seat. And I'm driving back from Connecticut to New York, and I say out loud, "I better watch my speed." There's a state trooper behind me. Six to seven seconds later, Stumpy throws his Burger King soda cup right out the window. That's it. Like that's why he's dumb as a stump. Like I. <laughs> I said out loud, I better slow down. There's a state trooper behind me. Six seconds later, Stumpy throws his cup out of the window. Bam, siren lights, guys pulls me over. He knows, like Stumpy was sitting on the passenger side. He knows that the driver did not throw this cup out. It was someone on the right side of the car. Pulls me over, writes me a ticket for loitering, uh, littering. Not loitering, littering. <laughs> and I'm like, officer, I, I didn't do it. Like, it came out, it was Stumpy. And Stumpy even admitted, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Whatever Stumpy said. And the officer's like, I don't know if this is Connecticut blue laws or whatever. He's like, you're responsible for whatever comes out of your car. I get the ticket written to me. So I'm like, son of a stumpy, you stupid, blah, 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 blah. Stumpy pay it? So I, I fought the ticket in court. So this is this is how smart I am, or I was, or conniving, I don't know. <laughs> as soon as I got back to college, I joined the local chapter of the Marist College Greenpeace organization. And I went to the uh, the judge to fight the ticket, and I said, Judge, I hate littering. I'm, I'm in Greenpeace at Marist College. I love the planet. It was my idiot buddy, Stumpy. Stumpy was there. He came to court with me. I'll give him that. And the judge's like, okay, fine. You told some great lies in college. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of them. No, but that wasn't a lie. I actually, actually did join the Greenpeace movement. I don't know if I'm still a member. I never went to any meetings or anything, but I signed up. I was like, yes, I'm in Greenpeace. All right, Mike and Beefer, do not go away. We'll get to your call when we come back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the show tomorrow is Wednesday, so we'll do Millennial Match Game. Johnny Kilbasa with the Faster Drew and President Trump is in town. Shouldn't be a big traffic uh, impact, though, because I believe he's flying into Hartsfield, then driving to the UPS headquarters. So but we'll keep you monitored if that changes. Mike's in Buford. Mike, hey, thanks for hanging on, buddy. What's going on? I find myself sympathizing with you over the solo cup. So I'm thinking we probably should uh, 
seek psychiatric help and we'll go in on the buddy plan. It won't be so expensive. <laughs> is there a buddy plan for psychiatric help? I don't know about that. I don't know. We'll try. <laughs> I'll, I'll, here's the deal. If we go in together, Mike, I'll pay. I'll do your copay. I'll pay for that. How about that? <laughs> I listen to you all the time. You're a hoot, man. I, I love it. I appreciate that, buddy. You have a great night, Mike. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Alrighty, thank you, man. Take care, buddy. Uh, all right, quick poll. We'll end with a poll. Favorite flavor of ice cream? We'll Scott with Scott. We'll start with Scotty B. Scotty B. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? I'll see where you where you fit on in the uh, in the poll here. Mint chocolate chip. Mint. That's a hell of a pick. Uh, Longoria, the Stoic Eskimo. I'm sorry. What was what's the question? Favorite flavor of ice Ooh, cream? Um, cookies and cream. Cookies and cream. Mm. All right. Didn't expect that. Deborah Green. Do you like ice cream? I love ice cream. That right. is my downfall. I'm a and chocolate girl. A chocolate girl. Yep. That is the most popular answer. 19,000 adults were surveyed about their favorite ice cream flavor. 17% say chocolate. 15% say vanilla. Tied with 8% each. Uh, this is you, Scotty B. Uh, mint chocolate chip, strawberry, and butter pecan. 6% are chocolate chip cookie dough and cookies and cream. 4% of folks favor Rocky Road. I don't know if I've ever had Rocky Road. Me neither. It's the marshmallows. It's too much. Is it? I just know it from uh, from Goonies. Rocky, Rocky Road. Rocky Road. Uh, 3% each. Chocolate chip and pistachio. Oh, man. That was the best part of going out to the Chinese restaurants when I was a kid. Get the free scoop of the bright green pistachio ice cream at the end. Good memories right there. I was always sad how the pistachio ice cream uh, life ended when in my belly. Uh, 2% each. Neapolitan, that's where the chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry all in one. Uh, birthday cake and cake batter. 8% say other. 3% don't know. And 3% say they do not eat ice cream. So there you go. little ice cream poll to end the Mark Aram Show. Let's do uh, start the show one for you. You all right, buddy? I do yeah. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of Deborah, what do you want? What do you want to do here? I feel like you should give it to Scott today. He was he gave you a lot of information today. Scotty B? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely Scott B. Scotty B. Are you B. sure you seem like you're on the fence? Um uh, reparations for what happened to you in 2007. <laughs> that is awful. I'm on your side. That's Gosh. awful. Unbelievable. Uh big show tomorrow. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. By the way, I didn't have pl- time to play that Mercedes-Benz commercial. But I posted it on my Facebook page, and I literally teared up watching it. So, yeah, I do have issues. Uh, Facebook is Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.